Oh. That's the button for shots fired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> back in the driver's seat because some folks don't know how to behave when they get the captain's chair. Uh, this <laughs> is... <laughs> Damn, you the firing shots for real, for real. This is how we got to do it. This is the Nick of Time show where we have that Nick's talk. I am back. This is Edson Sean back in the captain's chair. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? <laughs> if you didn't know, by the way, my name is Jay Ellis. And to my right is the man, the myth, the podcast legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. Yeah, Sir G is chilling. Yes, sir. <laughs> man, this is an exciting week. Not only is sports, but, you know, I'm going to give it up for my man, uh... Tariq Trotter, a.k.a. Black Thought, for dropping a 10-minute freestyle on Funk Flex. I've been telling people about this guy for years, and he's been in this game probably longer than some of these other rappers been alive, and we're showing them how it's supposed to be done, how the art form is done at the genius level. So speaking about legendary, we've had a couple of Ron Baker sightings. Mmm. Yeah. Shot Maker. Exactly. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald. Um, Ronald Baker. Yeah. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> so, you know, we know that Hardaway has been suffering with this mysterious injury that he's being very, like, elusive about. I mean, he's, he's giving a little more information, but he's not really being very specific. Um, yeah, I heard he's supposed to be out for, they said minimum two weeks. Probably maximum two months. Yeah. Hope it's not I'm, the two months. I yeah. mean, it's it's clearly, you know, if it's not a full fracture, maybe it's like a stress fraction, they don't want it to get worse. Yeah, but the way he was um, talking, though, um, the way he was talking, he made it seem like, I don't know, he made it seem like it could be the latter. I don't know, maybe I'm being too cryptic. Right, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's because he's being very vague. Yeah. I guess he doesn't want to give the other teams too much information about it. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he was saying, like, is. It's like, listen, man, this is it's serious. It's a serious injury. Right, and I, I don't want to rush it. And I'm not going to put a timetable on yeah. when I'm going to be back. So I was like, oh. Right, exactly. When, what's, what's happening there? Yeah, we don't know, man. Yeah, but... well, uh, hurry. I mean, take your time, Tim. Exactly. Yeah. But we need you. Yeah, we, we definitely need you. Definitely. He's been surviving around you, but yeah, we right, would like to have you back. And that's the beauty of, I th- that's, I think, the beauty of this season's team. Because we have Ron Baker... Stepping in. We don't have no sound effect for Ron Baker yet. We might have to get the presidential theme song for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get <laughs> Ron Baker another round of applause because he's actually stepped up, especially in the last few games, um, and is earning some minutes back. Yeah, man. man contributing most... to this four-game winning streak the Knicks are on. Yep. Clap it up for that one. Exactly, right exactly. That's the last time we've done a four-game winning streak. Currently, Last time winning streak and the Knicks were in the same sentence. When was that? It's been a while. Currently tied for fourth place in the East, a four way tie. Yeah, we're going to clap it up. I'm real clapped. Oh my God. So, first off, it looks like the Knicks are starting to do the thing that we have always criticized them for, and that's developing talent. Yeah. About damn time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're Seriously. really getting the concept of, you know, using and using the D-League more efficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not only do you have people that, you know, can't quite make it to the league, 
playing in the D-League. You now are taking your members of your league team and developing them, letting them get some minutes, get some reps in the D-League, and then coming back, and they're, like, fitting right in. Ron Baker, to me... What's up, is, Trey Burke? Is, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Baker, to me, is definitely... Um, shown some improvement even from last season to now and he hasn't been getting that many game minutes so it's got to be the develop the d-league development g-league excuse me uh development and i mean i felt like i started seeing some things from him last year towards the end of the season okay when he he started you know during the garbage time he started getting like flirting with triple doubles and stuff right but i never really take those things seriously Tell like you garbage time, yeah. Because it's like end of the season. I feel like everybody plays good at the end of the season when there's no pressure yeah, and they don't lose. Wanna, right, they're yeah. playing loose. They don't want to get cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he knows he's gonna be in it. Well, actually, no, he didn't sign his contract yet. So you're right. It was he's kind of playing for maybe I'll be back. Maybe exactly, yeah. exactly. Maybe they'll cut me. Who knows? But yeah, I didn't really. T- I mean, the same thing was happening back in the day with uh, Sasha Vujicic. He used to play oh, really man. good. When the game wasn't on the line, you know what I'm saying? The beginning, preseason, he played well. End right. of the year, all of a sudden, he was Vujicic Jordan. And yeah. then, <laughs> regular know, season came. And, and, and where that man is now. Ah! <laughs> 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 and is he even overseas? I don't know. Might, might, is he playing with the Ball Brothers? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> ma- ma- matter of fact, we're going to get to them later. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna get to them oh, later. Breakfast club over here. Man, listen. But you know what I think happens too in those situations? It's like uh that's when um mental toughness comes in. Because when the game is not on the line and you play well, and then when the game when the game is when it's not on the line you play well, but when it matters you don't, you're thinking too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely. You know, and it I mean it happens to the best of us, especially because, you know, we try to um Keep a consistent mindset and try to stay focused on the task at hand, but our mind often drifts towards the outcome. And when we start thinking about the outcome and the wins and the losses and the score, mm-hmm. then we don't play as efficiently. I feel like that was Frank's problem um, towards the beginning of the season, and he's kind of like gotten getting that little balance between not trying to play perfect yeah. mm-hmm. and letting the game come to him and just doing what he does, man. Don't yeah. get the pressure off and just go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel you, Frank. You're coming along, man. I see your game. I see you progressing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely playing kind of loose right now. Yeah, loosey-goosey. Exactly. <laughs> do we have... Um, I mean, we're going to go through the the game stats, but do we have any of Ron's numbers right now? Like, well, Ron... Ron's numbers don't really show up so much. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the intangibles. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, he had he's had a few games where he hit double figures. I think maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Ron's impact is a lot. You know, the intangibles, intangibles, like you said. Yeah. Right. More, more, more like you have to watch him play to see what he brings to the team, as opposed to just looking at stats and be like, "Oh, those are pretty good stats." Right. 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 I, I definitely. I mean, always defensively, he's always been. On you know on top of it, he, he he's very active um, on the point guards and very disruptive. Um, that's always been my favorite thing about Ron. Yeah. But now you know he's knocking down shots. I think because they kind of yeah, have him. Man. They kind of have him in a situation where he's kind of playing point, but they have him playing a little more two guard as well. Yeah. So yep. he gets to play off the ball 
catch the pass and shoot. Yeah, it's like a little combo guard situation going yeah. on right yeah. now, Ron. Yeah. Especially he, when, he's, when he's in there with Frank. You know? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even his handle to me looks even stronger, like more confident. Oh my God! You know, I, I mean, got. I, I, I'd hope so with that contract he has. Uh, That's right. <laughs> you got a handle on that contract. Exactly. <laughs> you better, you better perform, bro. Yeah. You got a virtual no trade clause, and you know, you better be performing. But yeah, I mean, I'm very happy. I'm very, very, very happy, especially with this win streak. Most definitely. With the way LeBron's been performing, and uh, oh, let's not for, let's not forget. Shout out Lefty Mello. Oh, of course. Mellow in the mirror, you know. That's what yeah. Mm -hmm. Mellow in the mirror. I'm looking at that man and Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, so I mean, with that being said, though, the Knicks kind of have some tough, tough decisions to make. Word, yes. Um, and I guess these decisions are gonna be made, you know, later than sooner. Like you don't have to make them right now, but. It's like with the shooting guard position, with the because now that Tim's hurt, we get to see some more of the other people playing. It's like, who do we keep? Who do we get rid of? Yeah, yeah. man. Right? So, um, let's see. Let's run down the list. So, we have Ron Baker. We know that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, who else at shooting guard? Courtney. Courtney Lee. Yep. And he has been balling out his behind. Yep. yep. And we got... Timmy. My man Dotson hasn't even gotten off the bench, yo. yo. And Dotson, Ron Baker's got my man out of here. <laughs> but when Dotson does, again, when Dotson does get on the floor, he also shows that he has some, you know, strengths to, that he can contribute. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now what do we do? How do we um, move these pieces? How do people get minutes? And listen, you got the hot hand. You got you got to ride the hot hand. So what yeah, do you do? Got to. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. So it's like, okay, so who gets who gets the bulk of the minutes when Hardaway comes back? Though I guess is the question. Yeah. Right, because we know Hardaway's gonna get his minutes. Right. You know, that goes without saying. But who's next off the bench behind him? Right. And we were actually talking about this um, off the air. We're like, when Timmy is out of the game, who comes in? But then we kind of realized that it really is more of a rotation, mm -hmm. and then a three comes in. Yeah. You know, because um, Courtney Lee is a two, Timmy's playing the three, Courtney sits down, Timmy moves to the two, and then we have either McDermott or Beasley coming for the three. Mm -hmm. And then I guess when Timmy sits, then Courtney's back in the game. So it's not like really like a, oh, Timmy comes out, we'll come and have somebody come in and replace Timmy. It, 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 it's more of a rotation thing. But, yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, right now we have two two guards starting, so right. that's that. So pretty much, right? Yeah, exactly. we have yeah two two exactly. guards starting. We got Courtney Lee playing the three. We got Tim Hardaway playing the two. Right. So then, when Tim Hardaway comes back, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I guess whoever the whoever is the first three off the bench is the minutes is probably gonna get eaten. So mm. yeah, by McDermott. Yeah, so. I guess McDermott or Lance Thomas too. You have to throw him in there also. But it, and then that also depends on the, who they're playing because depending on who they're playing, they have Lance coming for defensive assignments. Yeah. So it's like all those things play into who's getting minutes. It's like I don't envy that job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then on top of that, some lineups too. You have Lance Thomas and, Th and McDermott in there at the same time also with Lance Thomas being a a smaller four. You right. Knicks want right. to play small. Yeah. Right. Because, um, I mean, Jeff has been running a little small offenses uh, lines lately, especially after that first. There was a game where the Knicks were playing the Hawks, and we was getting smacked 
by the three-point line. I think ever since then, Jeff has been practicing running the smaller lineups a lot more. Mm-hmm. So um, ever since then, you're starting to see a little bit more of uh, Lance at the four and McDermott at three. And sometimes, this one game I saw Beasley playing at center. I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> small ball, man. This is small yeah. ball era. It's so funny. Someone was, I, I was reading an article and we're talking about um, Amari Stoudemire. Because he was at the uh, the Knicks game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lakers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Lakers um, game, yeah. Because he was lighting the menorah or something like that. Yeah, my, yeah. my man's is Jewish. He's Jewish, no. man, yeah. Is yeah. yeah. oh, Jewish or Israelite? You don't want to get... Oh, no, well, no, he's uh, Jewish. Yeah, I, it's, I think he's Jewish. Jewish. No, Israelite yeah, is Jewish. dudes in the corner in Brooklyn who's yeah. standing there talking about... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Listen. a whole nah, but, other thing. Yeah, nah, he's Jewish. He's definitely not okay. an Israelite. Yeah. Right. He's not All one right. of those guys on the street okay. trying to recruit yeah, I mean, for, my, the, for the... For the Revolution. I mean, my, I mean, my <laughs> man was playing in Israel like a year ago. Yeah, man, he's a basketball league. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, so they were saying that at his position, he was um, that team that he was on on this Phoenix was ahead of his time because they kind of started the the trend of small ball. Yeah, they started mm. the trend of small ball where you have a six eight six nine center. Yeah, man, Dan Tony revolutionized small ball era, man. You know, he he was a part of that 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 new era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 crazy now to see like, yeah, I, I didn't even think about it like that because they had teams that would run every position could run. Yeah, yeah ba- pretty much. Yeah, back in the day, Shaq used to run everything, so they figured we run small ball and we'd be, we'll be able to counteract exactly. what Shaq is doing, mm-hmm. and it almost kind of worked when Phoenix was playing the Lakers, but they never quite got over the hump. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. D'Antoni was the, was uh, supposedly the wait no, he man. was he was the, he's the he started oh, it all and now he's doing it right now at the Rockets exactly yeah mm-hmm. true that and the that, Rockets are killing him. that's because that's because he got the point God on that team that's why yo mm-hmm. I know this is Nick's podcast but Chris Paul has been playing oh my goodness man anyway yeah so decisions 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 so who do you think they that needs to even be considered to be on the chopping block. Who? Oh, oh shooting my guard, God. shooting guard position. Well, yeah, if, if they is... if if we were like today, mm-hmm. somebody's got to go. Gotta go? What do you yeah. mean gotta uh, go? Well, yeah. let's say okay. Um, Damn man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty... because you gotta make if, if we gotta make room for for adding pieces because something's gotta shift. Yeah. Right. So they're saying okay. Shooting guards, we got to drop one so we could pick something else up. It, it's it's pretty tough right now. I mean, the Knicks are a good team. Yeah. They're, they're in the playoff hunt right now, so I'm assuming you want to build towards, you know, the Knicks becoming a stronger playoff contender. Exactly. So, I mean, you need a veteran on your team like Courtney Lee who will provide offense for you at times and provide good defense for you. It's good to have a player like Hardaway that can get buckets at will when needed. Right. Right. Ron Baker gives you that effort off the bench defensively, and it seems like his offensive game has picked up a bit. Yeah. Then, Dotson. then Dotson, like, it's just his first season. Like, do you really want to give up on him, or, you know, immediately like that? And, I don't know. And that's the thing I'm thinking. So that's the dile- that's the dilemma. And we haven't really seen what Dotson can really do because he hasn't mm-hmm. been getting enough of the playing down. So what do you do? 
I don't man. I don't know, man. This is crazy. I don't know. It's tough. This is tough because even I heard Scott Perry even say he has like a three year plan or something to try to be a contender. So you're right. thinking like he has a three year plan. He's thinking how he think. You know, everybody's like, well, Courtney Lee's the oldest. We should get rid of Courtney Lee. That's all. That's my Nick, my crazy Knicks fan voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say that again? Well, yeah. Courtney Lee, you know, though, we should get rid of Courtney Lee. <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting there like, all right, Courtney Lee is balling right now. Yeah, Career what high you, in points. What are you talking threes, about? Uh, uh, shooting, uh, shooting percentage. How old is he? Er, He's like 32 around. Like yeah. About that. Okay. And he still has that... Spring. I'm about to say like he doesn't he's... look like. Nah. He's on some LeBron. You know how LeBron mm-hmm. is having a career year, and you're like, how, bro? Exactly. How? Yeah. He's. I don't he's know. He's, he's on that, that that Vince Carter diet. Yeah. yeah. Fountain of Youth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you thinking, man, if if he's getting better now, right? Like, could he still? Oh, keep it together in like two years. And the thing is, we want to at least have some veterans on a young team. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to get rid of a veteran who's producing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it's like the Jared Jack situation. Like you know, there was a point where people were like, oh, Jared Jack ain't gonna make it once. Um, you know, the lineup once Noah comes back, Jared's on the chopping block, mm-hmm. and he's earned his spot. Like that's that'd be a stupid move to do that yeah right. now it's become pretty irreplaceable exact and and that's what they say when you get an opportunity uh uh preparedness meaning opportunity is what the people call luck mm-hmm. right so he was prepared he has his opportunity and now look so now he's made himself irreplaceable what are you doing that you know yeah oh, maybe we could ride him for like two more years i feel like i feel like it probably can Two more years? I think Courtney Lee could do two. If you had him for two, if you had him for like two more years, maybe Dotson will start to develop even more. Maybe Ron Baker can develop a little more. Right. And then yeah. it's kind of like he's but, on but, the, but it's going to still be crowded, though. Like, at the that's end of the saying. day, it's like... Something's, something, you got to move something. Yeah. So you got to pick. So you're packing some, packaging somebody for a small yeah. four there? Is that what we're doing? That's a, if, if let's say that's the scenario, right? Because mm-hmm. we we're saying, I think last... Um, Time we were all here was saying that we need a swing man, maybe like a, a small forward, right? Yeah. So if we're trying to make room for that, right? Who do we get rid of? Jesus, man. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's, because, it's tough. Because I mean, like, if we're gonna really look for a small forward to like say, for example, the Knicks are in a position where, okay, if we get this piece, this will put us over the top. Right. You would think that you would go work up. We're probably gonna have to jack one of these bad teams for one of their, like, star players to come right. to the Knicks, and you know right. they're going to want young players in return. I'm thinking... So it's like... So it's like, it's going to be like like either Dotson, Ron Baker, they're going to be the two that's going to be on the chopping block, I think. I'm, I was, I'm thinking, and as much as I would like to keep him and develop him, because, again, that's the thing that we talk about the Knicks not doing well, and they seem to be doing it this season. It's Dotson, I mean, Ron Baker's still young, so we can still continue to develop him. If I had to make the decision now, I would say Dotson. Ah! Because we haven't like seen him enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's too. the only... We just haven't oh seen him my, enough. This is a, man, I, feel, I know what Ryan feels like now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about really, I'm like, no! <laughs> my God! Even, even though I admit, I admit last week when I, when, I re, when I rethought about it, I was like... I was saying Courtney Lee was probably the weakest link because, you know, of age and you would probably get the most back for him. But, right. you know, now that I'm thinking about it again, Dotson, I'm bro. like, yo, if the Knicks are really thinking about becoming a contender, 
You have to bring in. You have to bring in these star players. You know, you're gonna have to jack one of these smaller teams for one of their yeah. stars, and they're gonna want you know youth. Exactly, because they want they want to you know start rebuilding as well. I yeah. mean, I would maybe you have to be Dotson, but um, I guess if we hold on for a few years, if we trade Dotson, package him with somebody else, maybe. Right. And then if I think really? Harrison Barnes might be a free agent in a couple of years too. Mm. So that could mm-hmm. be a potential small forward. So who we package Dotson with? You man, Willie. Damn, Edson, uh, I was trying to slide. I know, I was, I was trying to slide. Wait a minute. No, you can't he do was going to let me slide. get away with that. You can't do that. He was going to let me get away so, with that. So uh, <laughs> Dotson and Willie. Who would we be? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking, listen. Willie still has has some potential to grow, but he just is not getting any run on the Knicks right now. And yeah. at least if it's an opportunity for him to play somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That might then we we still need salary to match though because right yeah. right so that's a, that's right and, and, and this and, is this comes this is without even thinking about salary so yeah if we have to consider salary like I, those I things I think Harrison yeah. is around twenty okay yeah he's like five years ninety mil I think about yeah five years ninety mil All right. well. Five years, ninety mil. He's making around twenty mil a year. Oh, let's give them Joakim Noah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Put Billy in the G League. Let Noah play ten minutes a game. <laughs> Listen, I, I honestly, like, I can't even really make fun of the guy because I don't even know what he can do anymore. Because you don't. They don't put him in the game. We yeah. don't know. And let's let Noah get some burn. I want to. I want to. At least have something to laugh at, oh, or, no. or, or, oh, or, or write this man an apology. But I can't do either one because I don't know what he can do. Yo, just, just okay. Wait, listen, listen, man. <laughs> my guy, my guy, my guy, Mr. Thanksgiving, uh, Enos Cantor from Turkey, <laughs> bro. Your back, your hip, everything is hurting. Sit down, bro. Just take a seat, man. We know Honestly, you can ball. I, I, I'm going to agree that I feel like Enos needs to sit out. He needs to take a book, a page out of Timmy's book. Mm-hmm. Sit out. And we, we, we appreciate you. Matter of fact, we're going to give you an applause yeah. for your heart. We appreciate you. But we also need you come time to post because we're going to be in the postseason. We're going to be yes. in the postseason, man. And listen, listen, man. Listen. 82 games, bro. You need to rest your body. Let Noah get some run. Exactly. Let man. Noah get some run. This is a perfect time to let Noah get in there and see what he can do. Come on, Coach Horn, a sec. Give Noah some burn. And and t- listen, <laughs> let him get in the game. I at least want to see what he can or can't do. Yeah. Word. I, I don't want, I don't, I do not want you to further injure yourself. That's. <laughs> we don't need that. We definitely don't need that, man. We need you. You are the backbone of of our 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 Knicks organization right now. You 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 help supplement what KP does, Yo, and you yeah. can't be the backbone without a back, man. That's <laughs> true. I mean, I mean, I mean. Exactly. In, 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 in that case, he's just a bone. He's just a bone. You see, he's bars, Yo, man. We listen. just saw, we just saw black exactly. thoughts, man. Everybody, everybody, everybody spitting spin right Bro, now. That was the beat. You the table in front of me. It's by by black thought. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> you know the thing is too. I, I can't remember if it was Jared Jack or who it was, but they said the thing that they've never ever seen 
is somebody coming to the arena on crutches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then... And play that same bro, night. you're coming into the arena on crutches? Don't... If you've learned anything from anybody... Look at Larry Bird. Like, you don't want to end up like that. No, man, yeah, listen. Man. Not even Larry Bird. Look at Joakim Noah. Mm, All right. right. Listen, you don't want to be the hero today, and then two years ago, everybody's like, yo, character is wise, son. He can't. Exactly. Because that's what Knicks fans be doing to Joe Pino right now. That is true. They be like, yo, he's wise, bro. He's wise. He can't play. But what is granted, he doing? this guy uh, played through injuries. You know, that's the one thing I would give no. This guy is definitely a warrior. Playing through injuries, and but you don't want to sacrifice your body for the long term. People forget. Exactly. People forget that he was running. He In the playoffs, no one was running with uh, Nate Robinson playing the Nets in the playoffs with the open hands, wobbling with one good foot. People forget that. Yeah, that is crazy. And it was like, oh, he's a warrior. Oh, he's a warrior. And it was like, that's dope. But it's like, man, it's killed your career. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and that's the thing you got to think long term. And that's why I appreciate Tim Hardaway listening to his body. Mm -hmm. You know, he could have easily kept playing. Yeah. But who knows, he may have ended up breaking that leg completely. Exactly. Again, because we don't know the full extent of it, but we do see he has that... That, that boot. Yeah, the boot on. Um, I feel like Canton needs to sit down. Where Don't catch those jokes two years from now. People will be forgetting Bruh, it, because the short-term you will, you will get You will get a... Bruh. You know, <laughs> you come back and you stinking up the court, is you know... People forget. Everybody people. can get it. People forget. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry, Joakim. <laughs> you I know, mean, and it's I like, like I like Joakim too, man. But we just gotta keep it real right now. That's, and that's really what it is. And you know, a lot of the things we we say on here is for comedy and jokes. Yeah. But it's like when you look at Joakim's career and you see all the things that he's contributed, and he's kind of like an Enos Cantor as a backbone of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, energy wise, defensively, and he pushed his body to the point where. He, he injured it to a point where it's very hard to come back from. Mm-hmm. To a point where he's got to use, you know, unconventional, you know, medicines to try to come back. You know, and it's 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 because of that that now he's in the situation that he's in now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he used these these medicines to try to come back. Clearly, there was something in there that was not uh, um, certified by the league. Now he had to do this to have the suspension. Now he has to try to work his way into a system that's already gotten its engine moving. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't want this to happen to, to Edith Cantor. So Definitely sit, not. sit your ass down. <laughs> let All Noah get down. some 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 run so that we can see if there's something he, he might be able to contribute that we didn't even know yet that we needed. Yeah, but man. we will never know that if he don't play and get in the game. Exactly, yo. You know, but even, I mean, even outside of that, though, I mean... Kyle is earning minutes, you know. He's yeah. doing his thing, so it's it's tough, man. Knicks it really got is. a lot of cool pieces on their bench, yeah. You know, and it's just a matter of how can we, you know, maximize that. And then, if we want to, you know, make some moves in the in the off season, we need to think about who can we can move around. Now that I think about it, actually, I, I think Joe Kino might be off the books by the time it'd be time to sign a uh, uh, Barnes. Mm. So maybe you know what it might be. What if the Knicks re-sign McDermott and then he'll be ending up being in the trade for for Barnes? So it'll be Barnes, Dotson, mm. Willie, for mm. and McDermott in the trade. 
Wow. Wait, wait, you, so you're suggesting to Chad McDermott along with Bees? Um, I mean, uh, Bill, um, wait, you're, you're <laughs> okay, let me catch my words, you know. <laughs> All right, okay, so you're basically saying you're going to throw in McDermott with Dotson and Ooh. Willie in a trade for Harrison Barnes? That seems like it's too much, though. I'm thinking, of, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking of making numbers work. But then it's like, uh, we need to keep. They need to keep some. We need to keep a young piece. We need, yeah. to, keep, we need to keep. Can Doug, we, man. We, we, we keep Doug. Man. We need to keep But the thing is too is that you know Mavericks are in a rebuild mode too. So I would, I would think that they would want a first round pick also. So we can't be giving them three players on a first round pick. Yeah. Perhaps so the, the, the entire candy yeah. store. No, you want to give the co- you want to give up the captain Lance. Lance is the backbone. That's y'all, top y'all, two. Don't, y'all don't want to give nobody. Listen, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's the thing because, but that's, but I think that's a well, that's, that's a, a good, good thing. thing it's a good thing. We have so many pieces that we feel are important to the team, and you can see like it's an actual team. Yeah, yeah. He's our know. best defender in yeah. general. You can, he's like a little yeah. Swiss Army knife, and he's yeah. one of our captains too on the team. So oh, right. emotional leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that can gonna, change the chemistry of the team. We're gonna get to. Talking briefly about this GM stuff. This, this new, <laughs> this new Knicks is opposed to last season's Knicks and the difference. And we'll speak about that difference in a little later. Yeah, yeah. The difference didn't really show up, but you know. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh. Uh, so this is debate on TV, guys. That was saying, um, who would you rather have on your team, Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid? So. Oh, before we get into that topic, can I just run off this quick um, Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah, this yes. quick ad right quick. Endorsements. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So as you know, I'm an NYU student and there's this cool guy that I work with. His name is Tan. He has a company where it sells workout clothes that you can also wear casually. Now me must me myself, I've worn this material. Oh, I've I bought one of the shirts and to be real about it, the shirt fits mad comfortably. Personal endorsement. Yes. It's definitely sweat resistant and it adjusts to the weather. Okay. Now if you want to purchase his product because he's because he has a special sale going on for Tuesday and Wednesday, which is December 19th and December 20th. All right, so all right. So that means as you listen to this, you can go ahead and make your purchase. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the site is Epic Line. It's Spelled E P I Q U E L I N E dot com. I'm gonna repeat it again. E P I Q U E L I N E dot com. And the code you use is Nick K N I C K O T 25. And obviously, you know, Nick O T stands for Nick of Time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so make sure you use that code again. It's Nick K N I C K. OT25 and you will get a 25% discount when you enter that code in on Tuesday and Wednesday. Word. All right, all right, all right. Epicline.com. I think I'm going to go make me a purchase too, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. This commercial is brought to you by the Nick of Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if any other sponsors want to come through, you're free to come through. Cut check. Hey, cut check. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. All right, so let's get back to this debate. Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid? All right, so who would you rather have with the Knicks? KP, Carl Anthony Towns, the Greek Freak, or Joel Embiid? 
So this is like a fan. Clearly, this is a fantasy situation. Yeah. So yes. Um, but out of those four mm-hmm. big men, who would you want to have on your team? Uh, well, for me, mm-hmm. I would go with the Greek Freak, and here's why. Okay. KP, Embiid, and Carl Anthony Towns. They're all big men. You know, like, they basically play five and a four. That's it. The Greek Freak is versatile. That yeah. He can play from five to one yeah, and guard anybody. <clears throat> And then on top of that, this dude is averaging like almost 30 a game and he has no jump shot. And his younger brother's actually just as ridiculous. Yeah, in high school right now. And it's like, can you imagine if he gets a jump shot and he can pass the ball, rebound, defend, block shots? Like, when, when it's you look crazy. At, when you look at him, he's like LeBron. And when I'm saying LeBron, is like, remember when LeBron didn't really go in the post? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, damn, you know, if LeBron, LeBron is just this huge and strong and dominant. Like, what if he developed a post game? And then he developed a post game. And it's like, oh, okay, this guy's going to be hard to stop now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, well, if he could score from the three, he'd be a problem. <laughs> and now <laughs> he's scoring from the three-point line. So it's like, Giannis, if he were to just develop a mid-range shot, yeah. You stop on a dime and that's money, a money shot. How are you stopping him? By the time he gets to the three-point line, it takes him maybe two or three strides to get to the to the rack. Yeah. For like a layup or a dunk. Um if I'm gonna pick, see it's a toss-up for me. I like, you know, Carl Anthony and Joel Embiid, of course, but it's gonna be between KP and Giannis. The only advantage I give to Giannis is I still feel like he's a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. KP is definitely his aggression has turned up this season. Um, and he's such a problem because he can handle the ball well. He can play with his back to the basket. He can stop on a dime with the mid-range shot, shoot the three. He has so many weapons, you know, that Giannis doesn't have yet. Yeah. But if I'm looking at like long term, I'm like... Giannis is more athletic. He puts a lot of pressure on the defense because he can play the one through the five. And oh, we just need him to get a jump shot. Like, I feel like I would... Oh, man. I feel like I would gamble on Giannis, too, man. Yeah. Damn, man, that's two on Giannis. And it's like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, man. All right. Well... Well, I'm gonna take Cat out of the situation off off the jump because I like my big man to be good at defensing. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man! I mean, I mean, Cat. I mean, Cat. You know, Cat gets you some blocks. It, 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 it's Scorpio season for Cat too. Some but blocks is you know. because of his height, and that's just by default. But he's not a defender. Yeah, no. the, the, the Timberwolves fans are going ape shit. Because that's okay. But- he, uh, yeah, he's yeah. not a defender. <laughs> I, I mean, he gets blocks. I mean, oh, but, I, I, yeah. I still had to shout him out because he knows a fellow Scorpio. So I just want to let him know, like, you know, this is no hard feelings right now. Nah, but, this is no hard feelings. Yeah, he had a but, monster game this week, too. Yeah. Absolutely. But he just is not a defender. 
Yeah, this is all debate. Listen, everybody we're talking about can destroy me in basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. I am injured, sitting in a chair. It doesn't matter. They will beat us. I am just talking as a a fan who observes the game and wishes I can do the things you guys do. Yes. Right. But, yeah. So, yeah. With that being said, out of those guys, I'm I'm taking Cat out. Um, Then I'm looking at MB. I'm like, yo. Embiid is a problem. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, he is. He's a beast. Unstoppable He's huge. in the page. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the three. I mean, trust the process. Granted, not as good as KP can. Right. Yeah. But that's true. And I like the dog he has. He has, he he's just vicious. Mm-hmm. And he and his troll game is amazing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if you talk about stats, points, rebounds, assists, you know, there's people who have advantages, but he leads league in trolls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's nobody who leads league in trolls like he does. Not even Enos. Really? Yeah, true. This troll wow. game is not even Edis. Edis might be second. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's definitely up there. Top five that are alive. He's up there. Like, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait till, I don't know, I can't wait till he plays New York. Or right, they need to go Matter of fact, it's on Christmas. They play each other on Christmas. The troll game is going to be real on the 25th. Santa Claus is real. I'm trying to get some tickets to that game, actually. I'm trying to get some tickets to that game. Santa Claus is indeed real. If you need tickets, go to kottickets.com. Or you can go to the nick of time uh, show.com. Either or. Get you your Christmas tickets. I might see at the game. You know, shout me out. Mm -hmm. Kottickets.com redirects you to our website, but it takes you right to our ticket section. Holla at your boy. Anyway. Like I was saying. Um, but, man, his injury history is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And granted, he's he's taking a big step this year. And it's like, man, he's taking a huge step. And he's hardly played. So, I'm like, okay, I can just imagine him having, like, a full year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he scares me. His injury, his injury history really scares me. So, I'm looking at I'm looking at KP. And I'm looking at Giannis. And I'm just like... Oh, so we've all narrowed it down to the same. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's KP and Giannis. It's KP and Giannis. And I'm looking at Giannis, and I'm like, I'm looking at Giannis and KP, and I'm like, is Giannis that much nicer because he's cooked more than KP? Right. Because he's been mm-hmm. in the league a right. little yes, yes, bit yes. longer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah, yep. So you look at his numbers then and now, you're like, wow, this guy's really grown. And you're like, he's eating, he's getting those four and a half assists, or whatever right now. I'm like, man, he can pass. He can do everything. Everything he just said. I was like... <sighs> it's tough. But you know what KP can do? KP is such a natural shooter. And it's like... I know Giannis can start to develop that shot. Yeah. But will he ever even sniff the potential that KP has from the three-point line? Well, okay. nah, that's a never. I, I think... Yeah, because KP's already got that. But... If we're looking at both those players long-term, who has the higher ceiling, do you think? That's the, the million-dollar question. Who do you think has the higher ceiling? Is Giannis has... Giannis has a higher ceiling because of his um, athleticism. Right. He has the mm-hmm. higher ceiling. And I think that's what I was looking at. But, again, let's look at Dirk Nowitzki's career and what he's been able to contribute to teams, and I feel like KB can do that times 10. So it's like, uh, 
Yeah, like yeah. KP is one of those. It's, K, it's one of those things where I feel like KP, even when he's older in his career, yeah, he can still be shooting one legged jumpers. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And so, yeah. so like, and then when I was thinking about that as well too, it was like, uh, uh I don't know. And I, that I post think, game, and he's starting to pass out the post more. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I still feel like it's just to go with Giannis. I don't know my home, I don't know if it's my homerisms. I don't know if my homerism is taking over. You going with KP? Either way, I think is you yeah, win. I mean, of yeah, you win either way. Giannis, yeah. Giannis to me, though, is like I like athletic basketball players, and I like the fact that he's that tall mm-hmm. and that athletic mm-hmm. ball handle, and he, I just feel like someone like that puts so much pressure on on a defense. Yeah, and if he just gets all he really needs it's is a like jump a, shot. That's it. It's like Rondo. You know, Rondo, you. As many defenses as you throw at him, he's getting to the rack. You can't stop him. Mm-hmm. But just if you sag off, he can't shoot. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. But uh, listen, and, and and the thing with Giannis is that like he can't shoot right now, and that and that dude still get to the rim. That's what I'm matter. saying. This don't is what matter. I mean. It's a tough call to make. I'm I feel gonna, like I'm gonna stick with Giannis. I feel like you give KP five years or Giannis five years. Giannis is in the five years he's scoring 29. KP is in year, what, three? Three. Three or four. He's around 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to get nicer next year. I know. That post, yeah. he's going to be I passing know. out double teams next year. And that's that post game is going to be even stronger. And that, but that's why I, had to, I narrowed it down to those two, and it's like a toss-up. But yeah. I'm thinking, again, I like to gamble, so I'm like... Mm-hmm. I, I, I put I put I put my energy in Giannis and you know hope that screw with KP. Off. Let's go. All right, I'm different. Two for yeah, Giannis, I'm one for different. KP. Listen, yeah. <laughs> either way, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Again, you guys can also leave comments. Go on our IG, the Nick of Time Podcast IG. Leave comments. Who do you? Who would you? Who would you pick? Who would you take? Who would you go with? Mm-hmm. Most um, definitely. And and to add to the why I picked Giannis too, it's not just the athleticism and the versatility. But also the fact that I think he's a better defender than KP too. Like he goes facts. out, he, he, facts. He gets acted on the defensive facts. end. Yeah, he does. Facts. That's I still feel like that's the one thing that kind of bothers me about the Knicks. Their defense is much better, oh, and when much they turn better. it up, they can turn up and lock in. But sometimes it still is like lapses. Like yeah. Beasley definitely still stands around. <laughs> you know, it's like so. But I guess he makes up for it with his offense. So. Yeah. Speaking of KP, so it's been said by Max, who's one of the, the fake Knicks fans. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and throw a couple of those at him. Oh god. Yeah. Um, let's 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 specify to Max. Max on first take. Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. First take Max. Yes. Um said that Kristaps would never win a chip because Dolan would find a way to mess it up. For that reason, he thinks that the Lakers have a brighter future. Even though they took an L. To who? The Knicks. Pretty much. You know, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about that. Because, again... I know so how I feel. He, he really... <laughs> he really <laughs> the thing that, I've re- that I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna give Dolan an applause for... Wait, 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 wait. I'm giving Dolan a pause. Wait, wait, wait. It's one of the, the few times. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just, 
It's the first. Is this the first applause for Dolan? Is this the first time you give Dolan props ever? Props I, ever. I think so. One of the yeah, probably the first. Yeah, time. I yeah. think so. Let's give it up for the nigga time show. Give it <laughs> credit for the first time ever. Uh, I feel like the thing that he's done this season is, is stepping back and letting management run the team. I mean, he did it last season. Yeah, yeah but that's why like because yeah. he wanted to distance himself from Phil Jackson. Just saying. You know, uh, but I feel like this time he's like trusting who he has. Um, so I don't think he's going to mess that up. Mm-hmm. You but know, this time. Do we give him applause for last season, too? Uh, no. <laughs> nah, man. Nope. He, he was did. messy last season, too. He, no, he, of course, he, he absolutely can't get applause for last season. He fired Phil Jackson? Because of Oakley. Oh, yeah, he yeah, absolutely oh. cannot get applause for last season at all. Exactly. Matter of fact, yeah, bro. This is what we're <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, reopen can't, the can of worms. Can't, can't forget about the Oakley situation. Ever. Nah. That's like a stain on the Madison Square Garden. That's a yeah, blemish. Yeah, that's a huge yes. blemish. He needs to get that fixed. That's like a. Did you see that lady who had a blackhead in her shoulder for like from like 1965 or something like that? Uh, I don't think what? that's something I want to see. Me neither. <laughs> I want to unthink it. Word. <laughs> That's what this is. That's what the Oakley situation is. It's that. It's going to be very hard to remove, and when you remove it, it's going to be disgusting. Uh. Anyway, um, I don't know if we can even make that distinction yet, because right now, mm-hmm. I feel like the Knicks are ahead of the curve, way ahead of the curve. Nobody thought that the Knicks would look this good, this fast. You know, uh, we knew that we were in rebuild mode, so we weren't really expecting a playoff contending team. And we have that. And again, yes, the Lakers have a high-energy young squad. Of course, they have Lonzo Ball. Um, and they look good as well, but I still feel like the Knicks' ceiling is 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 just as as high, if not mm-hmm. possibly higher. What is the thing? Than is, the Lakers. The thing is too. They were talking. They were saying, without a doubt, we have the best player in Porzingis. That's what they, that's what they were saying. Yeah. But they also were saying that the Lakers have more young, good pieces than we do. Mm-hmm. Which is like, hmm. They have younger. Well, they have good pieces. They have. They definitely have good pieces. And I think the youth is definitely their advantage. Mm-hmm. Right. But so they have Kuz. Yeah, Kuz. Say, they said they said they had Kuz, Lonzo, Lonzo and um, 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 um. Well, you still got Jordan Clarkson and there. Co- yeah, Clarkson, you got Larry Nance Jr. Right. Um, are we it, counting him? Y- yeah, he's a solid player. Okay, all right, all right. Um, is, is there any other young players I'm forgetting on that? Randall. Uh, yeah, Julius Randall. Mm. And they have um that other rookie too that come off the bench hard. Okay. So they're saying pretty much that they have more young pieces than we do. They definitely have younger pieces. We know that. Does yeah. younger pieces, more younger pieces mean better because they have a bigger ceiling? I guess this is, do their young pieces have a better, better ceiling than, than ours is, is the question. Right, I guess because well, they figure they have more time to develop. Is that what they're saying? I mean, I wish I could compare the ages right now, but like, okay, we have Tim Hardaway Jr. that's considered still young. 25. And, 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 and I mean, right, right now, he's averaging like what, like... Around 16, 17 a game, maybe? Right. Do we do, nah. do, 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 do I think he's more I think he's well, more like to 18. Yeah, it's closer to 20. Yeah, yeah it's so, closer to 20. so I'm like right there, you have a dude that's 25 and he's averaging eight, like 18 a game. And I think he's hovering around four oh, or five assists and rebounds if I'm going off the top of my head. Let's look it up. Yeah. 
And then we also have uh, McDermott off the bench. He's another young player. Yeah, McDermott's 25, too. Solid role player. Um, Cantor's like, what, 26, maybe? 25. 25? 25, so, 26. He's, he's, that's another thing, too. Like, is he in our long-term plans? Because if he is, then what, are we comparing him to Randall? And how old is Randall? And well, is Randall going to be better? Is Randall going to be better than Cantor? I don't know. Mm. But then I also think that they're two different, yeah, it, um, two okay. different big men, though. So, Timmy mm. Stats, um, 17.8 points a game. Okay. Um, 3.3 assists, 4.2 rebounds. Yeah, like he's 25, so you expect him to get better. Yeah. And he's constantly working at it. Yeah. How old is Kylo Quinn? 28? 27? 28? I think he's 27. Todd is not considered on the, on the young guy's yeah, list. Yeah, he's, he's more... I, 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 I get it. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's close more... enough to the 25 window, you know, but I, I get it. I understand. Um, yeah, Kyle's more like in, in prime right now. But here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing where I find kind of weird, because they say he, because Stephen A, they say Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 27. And they mentioned him. Stephen A gives Lonzo Ball a lot of crap and say he's not going to be this, that, 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 which I don't agree with. But Lonzo Ball's going to be a problem. Just watch. I just find yeah. it. I just find it funny that they mention Lonzo Ball and not and then ignore Frank. It's the weirdest thing to me. And oh, Frank had a good showing first off against Lonzo Ball. So let's clap it up. Hey, 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 hey. You're going to give him some applause, man. Right. Because man. he's been playing really well. The pull-ups. Really confidently. Yeah, and, you know, I want to get at Stephen A. Smith for a while. Because he he's wildly disrespectful towards Frank Nilakina. I understand that, yeah, you won, you won, yeah, you wanted Dennis Smith Jr., Malik Monk, Donovan Mitchell, and, yeah, all these guys at the moment are performing better than Frank Nilakina. Even though I would scratch Malik Monk off that list because he's in, he's mad inconsistent compared to, say, to compared to Dennis Smith Jr. and um, Donovan Mitchell. But my thing is like this. There's been many players where the first season they show out and then as seasons go on, they either don't get much better or they begin to fall off. You do you do not know the projection of these players. Exactly. You have to give players time to develop, and and this is why I'm also developing. This is why I'm also defending Lonzo Ball also, because people are not giving him time to develop. They're they're like, oh, you're the number two pick. We expect we expect seventeen points, right? Ten rebounds, ten assists a game, and it's like, yo, not every player is going to just. Show out immediately. Exactly. You have to give them time to develop. First off, I think Stephen A. Smith is just mad because his French mistress, you know, screwed him over or something. That, that, that's, oh, you know. Damn. For him to be like, <laughs> well, it's got to be something. <laughs> because for him to think that, you know, and, and to just throw all these shots at Frank, I mean, I still feel like it's way too early to even do that. Mm-hmm. Clyde, Clyde, um, Frazier was, was looking at him and saying, and, and often when they announce... They say that it kind of reminds him of when he had his first season. And we know Clyde Frazier's numbers already. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. So who knows where Frank is going to go, what his trajectory is. Lonzo Ball, his situation is not only is he number two pick, he's on the Lakers, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like comparable to like the New York market. Yeah. And his dad <laughs> is LeVar Ball. So yeah. it's like, 
You have all these things. Like, you have a whole lot of pressure on your shoulders. And a lot of it is not generated by you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it is so hard to judge. And even through all of that, this kid is still performing. Like, when I, Lonzo Ball, he, just wait. Just wait. Give him five years. Mm-hmm. Give Frank Nilakina five. Listen, man, I'm tired of them. I'm tired how I'm, I was I was just like okay y'all mentioned how Alonzo Ball is gonna be the top but then y'all then y'all just disregard Frank like Frank is a, he's a top defender he's passing well like what watch what watch man watch world watch what's gonna happen if y'all saw that Brooklyn game and you see the the Frank vision that comes with Frank you'll see what we're talking about and let's and let's keep it really real Lonzo is a liability on defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Frank is not. So when they when they outright just say Lonzo over Frank and even mention him as one of the young players, I was like, all right, the disrespect continues. Yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. End of the day, I feel like even though they're saying that Dolan is gonna is going to uh, find a way to mess up the Knicks, I don't think that's what's gonna happen. I feel like it's gonna be more of the same. He's gonna stay out the way, and Scott Perry and Steve Mills are gonna continue to do the due diligence that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna continue. To run this franchise with respect, class, just like you know how they gave Melo that tribute when he came back. Phil would have never did that. Oh, definitely not. And they're going to continue to build this team the right way without giving away draft picks. And we're gonna have more young players to come on this team. So I mean, listen, man, is is the Knicks are gonna be fine. The Knicks are gonna be just fine. Here's the thing. Speaking of that too, it's like. What I and the reason why I think that they are underestimating the develop the future development of the Knicks is um because of how cohesive this team has become. You know, and even I'm actually here looking at this article um from the New York Post, which says Tim Hardaway Jr. finds a new role while trying to wait out his injury, um, by Mark Berman. And he's saying that uh He's like a de facto coach for the Knicks while he's sitting out. You know, whether it's like helping teammates, you know, analyze film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, just player personnel, keying in on plays. So the, it's like... The culture is completely different. Is what I'm saying. The culture is so different now. So you have your coaches, and then you have teammates who are like, yo, you missed this situation on this play. Here's how you could play this better. Mm-hmm. It's like mentorship. We have, you know... A wide range of ages on the squad. We have your veterans, you have your young guys. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole load of wisdom and energy combined together. That's the thing. It's like when you have your elders and your youth, when you have a divide, that's when things fall apart. But when the elders and the youth come together to work, that's why I feel like the Knicks are doing so well. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's definitely why we're doing so well. You got we have Jared the right Jack. Mix. Right, exactly. You have the right you, mix. Exactly. You got Jack, You got people from Jared Jack to Frank Nilekin, who's like the second youngest in the league. Mm-hmm. It's like... Or even Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson was in the building at MSG the other day, and he was talking about how instrumental Jared Jack was to the development of uh, Steph Curry, how Steph Curry um, gives Jared Jack so many props for the, the the player that he is today. So we have that type of stuff mm-hmm. in our in our uh, team right now, and it's and it's showing right now. We're gonna we're, Knicks are gonna be just fine, man. Of course, and also shout out Mark Jackson because. Mark Jackson was giving Frank Nilekin his props to in that game also. He was definitely bigging him up, you know, unlike some people. <laughs> at, at least at least Mark Jackson recognizes, you know. 
Yo, it's, it's, a player's development and talent. Yo, you know, it's funny, too. I went to this Knicks-Lakers game, and I saw, actually saw Steve Jackson. I mean, not Steve Jackson. I actually saw um, Stephen A. Really? I didn't see him up close and personal, but I was just like, yo, Steve! <laughs> Stop this with my man Frank! <laughs> I definitely said that. Yo. I was like, stop telling him to go back to France, bro. Stop. Of course, he, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know if they ignored me or if I was just not close enough, but I definitely... Yeah, man. man. Yo. <laughs> I definitely was trying to be like, man. That man needs just because. <laughs> just because, man. But yeah, we also have the KP unicorn. There's nobody beating a unicorn. I'm sorry. Exactly nobody. Right. Lon- exactly. Lonzo, not cool. not nobody. Well, I do know somebody who can beat a unicorn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, KP's using his celebrity to his advantage, bro. You have you have access to a different a different echelon oh, of dating. That's a whole different. Yeah. Well, why Edson? What the ever do you mean by well? You know somebody can beat well since you asked. Uh, news has been going around that uh, KP seems to be taking an interest in a certain model. Oh yeah, how interesting oh. is this model? <laughs> Well, she's very interesting. She's 11.7 million followers interesting. Um, oh, 7 million and one. Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, 11.7 uh, million. And one. Yeah. I'm about to do this. I'm about to follow her right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already did that earlier. Oh, before, <laughs> before we got on the air, I did that. Um, Jen Selter. Slide in the DMs. Jenna. Jen Selter. <laughs> You're so pretty, Jenna. Very special model. Very special model. And uh, KP has taken quite the interest in her, apparently. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess she's responding because they both have blue checks, and that's how the blue checks roll. True, um, true. Yeah, he followed her and liked her immediately. Yeah. And she posted a very nice picture and had a, her new favorite emoji underneath the caption. Oh, oh wait, what's, wait, what's that? What's the, what the is emoji? The emoji was a unicorn. Oh! oh. Snap giving it the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> that strong oh, unicorn that's action. That's it. He knows what to do with that unicorn. <laughs> that only unicorn one thing. horn. He was this, a, yep. There's only one thing to do. KP, use you that know. strength. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Respect the shooter. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, so recap time. Um. Let's start with the Knicks versus Lakers game. Well, uh, yes. And um, before I get into the stats and the facts, okay. I want to tell the, you know, all the listeners that this week you won't be hearing the visiting team stats or the opposing team stats because the okay, Knicks now. won every game this week. Oh, oh my, oh my God. Oh, it's amazing. I don't even know what sound effect this is. I, I'm like just so amazed. I mean, I can oh, play so much. Yeah, I like that. Oh, oh, this is, I can oh, play off. I mean, you know, I, that means I don't have to ignore you this week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing but Knicks stats. Okay, what? Let's, let's get it. So we're going to start off with the Knicks and the Lakers. Okay. All right, Knicks all right. won 113, 109. Okay. Let's, 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 let's. Uh, I get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
The Knicks were led by KP, monster game, 37 points, 11 rebounds, 5 blocks. Ooh. Damn, time. And 5 threes, too. Yeah, 5 threes, too. Only, only player. She. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only player in history to get that stat. Yeah. It's crazy. Then we People had say it. it's a useless stat, though, but. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. I, I mean, I mean, if we had the rock sound, I would have been like, it doesn't matter what exactly. you say. <laughs> but um, yeah, now we had Enos Canner, 14 points, 11 rebounds. Okay, right. that's a solid, solid night out. Also, shout out Jared Jack. He only had three points, but he had 10 assists and six rebounds. Wow, 10 mm. assists. Yeah, wow. man. Damn. He was point guarding. Exactly. <laughs> Courtney Lee, modest game, 10 points, four assists, three rebounds. That's still good, man. Right. That's still a good game. He had a weird game, but yeah. they put the pressure on him. I'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, then we have Beasley off the bench with 13 points, five rebounds. Beasley beasting off the bench. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. Getting buckets in crucial time. Yep, lefty mellow. And we had the French Prince. Ah. Okay. Ah. He's crossing, he's shooting, he's passing, he's looting, go for it. You got to cue that up. <laughs> 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Whoa. Okay. Career no, 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 no. We got to yeah. acknowledge that. We got to points. Got to acknowledge Yes, that. and we had Dougie McBuckets with 10 points off the bench. Hey. Ah. Oh, Style. Hey. <laughs> yes, and now I'm going to get into the team stats. Word. In this game... There wasn't much to say about the team size because everything was pretty much even. But I think the difference was the Knicks' defense because they held the Lakers to 41.2% shooting from the field. Wow. Hey, man. Okay. They clamped. That's what we need. They could, they could put points on the board quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that game was, was brought to you by uh, uh, the Unicorn, um, obviously. I think Jen... The Instagram model. I think she might have been in that game. That's too. probably the game she yeah. said. I know. You you know you you know this this is like a little meme or a video. When your girl's song. in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When yeah, you gotta go off, son. The girl is in the stands, all of a sudden you doing all these extra between the leg dribbles. All of a sudden you become Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of felt that's the way the game was playing. Cause a lot of those shots, I was like, no, KB, no, yeah. Listen, yeah. that first impression matters. Listen, he knew she was going to be there. It's like, okay, yeah. KB. Mm-hmm. Oh, my we'll be riding the pony. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> Genuine classic record. Exactly. Oh, man. But, yeah, KP really just took over. He just yeah. unicorned all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was kind of ridiculous. The, That's the, the plan. He's trying to unicorn all over the place after the game, too. Oh. <laughs> KP, KP trying to slide in. <laughs> oh, she pregnant. Oh. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. No shots for ready. All right, anyway. <laughs> Yo, so KP really showed out. I was really impressed with KP. And there was one part of the game that was really fun. It was the third quarter. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The back and forth was actually pretty entertaining, yes. man. There was a... And, oh, and just let's let you know, I was actually in the building. He wasn't only in the building. He was on the floor. Yes. Yo, man. Oh, so jealous. He was on the floor. The garden. Yo, the Dre. logo. On the logo at the garden, man. And man. I was trying to get y'all to come, but it was whatever. Yeah, yeah listen... Okay. 
But yo, shout out to Anthony MSG. If, 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 yo, hit him up if, if you're hearing us and you know who Anthony MSG is. Tell him Dick Time Podcast told about you. Yeah. <laughs> and tell him to come on the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, I was in the game. I was, I was, it was fun because I was watching the game with a bunch of Knicks fans, and then it was a few Laker fans sprinkled around. That's all right, man. And it was fun to see the Lakers fans look really depressed when the game was over. But that's, so that's so something... So quiet. That was... That's, that's Quietly all. walking out with their Jabbar jerseys on. That's kind of yeah. Magic jerseys. And Shaq and Kobe. Kobe jerseys. That's okay. Yeah, but... Good game, guys. Good game. But the building came alive when it was... It was one point where it was like Alonzo versus KP duel. It was like, you yeah. score. Then I score. Then you yeah. score. And everyone's like, ooh. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> everyone was cheering. Yeah. And LeVar is standing up and he's waving around on the sidelines. It was, it was fun. <laughs> right, that was a fun right, game to go right, to, right. man. <laughs> and then him and Spike Lee are high-fiving each other. Bro, I'm like, you guys know you're on the opposite teams, right? Yeah. LeVar <laughs> <laughs> is honestly, though... LeVar's like a great dad, man. He was just happy to be there supporting his son, you know. Yeah, it was... All, you know, as as much as he's like a walking troll. Yeah. Right? You know, <laughs> he's just a good dad, man. But yeah, so that's, that was my... my KP really brought it. Um, My guy, Enos Cantor... When I was watching observing Enos, it was it was interesting because he he put a lot of effort into that game and it showed in his rebounding numbers. Mm. But you can tell that he something was off and I was just like, man. He's back. Yeah, there was one time we hit the floor and then he hit, he came back up like like grandpa slow. And I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. This is it's time to sit sit down. Sit down. And then you sit. Down. Look at the box score. I'm like, okay, he still got, he still did his thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even though we kind of got out of rebound in that game, yeah, which is yeah. I'm not used to. <clears throat> yeah. Again, he's not as active because right. he's in pain. Yeah, yeah, but that caused, you know, the the chain reaction from that is, um, we saw Beasley get into the game more towards the fourth quarter mm-hmm. because you know I think the coach was like, listen, man, Cancer, you had enough, <laughs> chill out, <laughs> watch Beasley take over. Um, but yeah. So um, I also want to talk a little bit about the Lakers' defense was actually pretty good. They're very active. I mean, they're active on both sides of the ball, and I think that's probably why both Max and Stephen A. Smith feel like they have a brighter future. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're young. They should be active. They should be running all around the place. True. You know, but defensively, I think they're, I mean, they're active on both sides of the ball. So, the, you know, the Lakers pretty... Solid defensive team. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they put the clamps on Courtney Lee in particular. If you notice, his numbers weren't that great as usual. Yeah, right. they were guarding Courtney Lee way beyond the three point line, mm. like way beyond. You know how you know where the logo is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like trying to deny the pass. They was wow. running picking rolls from way beyond the three point line to get like Courtney Lee some breathing room. It was kind of crazy. Huh. They made it tough to kind of get into the offense. And even if you notice, a lot of the Knicks players didn't have, like, a lot of points. It was it's pretty much KP went mm-hmm. off for a million points, and everybody else had, like, 10, 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's right, because we really, we pretty much rolled the unicorn. KP really just really won the game. Yeah. That yeah. Game. yeah. So, um, shout out to Courtney Lee. He, I mean, he did what he could. He didn't have his best game, but he, he, he um, he performed well in key, mo- in key moments. Right. And mm-hmm. I also want to talk about Frank... Nilakina. Yes. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> so you know what he doing. Go, Frank. And, and, and I want to talk about Frank that game, too, because even though Frank did have a good game, I did have an issue with 
a couple of the plays that Knicks ran towards the end of regulation. Okay. Oh, what is that? Oh. Oh, well, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, evens. so listen, <laughs> so listen, um, as good as Jack was playing, Lonzo's foot speed is just too fast. I know I've seen this a lot of times, but Lonzo was just... And he's not the fastest player. But he was running by Jared Jack, though. Exactly, <laughs> but he's faster than Jared Jack. So there was a portion of the game where it was going back and forth, and it was entertaining for us to watch. But right. Jeff was just like, okay, bro, time to cut that, cut that shit out. We're going to put in Frank and, you know, stop all that. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that's kind of exactly what happened. Frank got in the game, and none of that Lonzo stuff was happening no more. He really didn't see. I think he scored two points after Frank got in the game. Frank pretty much put the clamps on him. So, uh, yeah. and also played a really big role um, towards the end. He actually stepped up pretty well. He came really aggressive offensively for the first time in the game. He hit this crazy three-pointer. Mm-hmm. He okay. hit some pull-up shots. Right. And you know what? In that game, you realize, you know what? This kid, he is, he's, a floor, he's a floor general, man. If you were to pick what type of point guard he is, he's a floor general. He's he's the guy who just makes all the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by Frank because for that whole end of the third quarter until the fourth quarter, I'm like, yeah, that was the right play. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the right play. He pretty much, I felt like if he took a test, he got a perfect score on what play to make. I think that's why I like Frank. Mm-hmm. Frank is, uh, you know, and there's some people who... Uh, have their opinions about him. His handle's not that. He needs to be more aggressive. And these are all things that he's going to develop as he grows as a player. He's only 19, folks. Yeah. Um, but besides that, he's good at making the right play. He makes the smart play. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he passes the ball, he had this bounce pass to the three-point line, which we'll talk about later. Um, but the way he placed it, he didn't pass the ball to the person. He passed it to a spot. He's just a smart basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I think... The um, skill set that he needs to perform at a high level in the NBA, he's going to develop that. But it's having a, a high basketball IQ is not something you can really teach. Yeah. So, shout out to Frank, man. Yeah. Yeah. And this and this is my complaints. It's not really complaints about Frank. It could be, it could be Hornacek because maybe he, maybe that's the play he called. Right. But like, I think it was the last two possessions in regulation, which pretty much the Knicks couldn't buy a shot and Lakers came back and tied the game to bring it into overtime. Yes. Mm-hmm. On both plays, Frank had the ball and he just deferred to KP, which I could understand and then have KP go one-on-one. What I didn't like about that was the fact that we reverted back to mellow ball mm. in those two situations where it was like, you know okay. what? We're going to run time off the clock and then we're going to give the ball to our best player and then just have him go one-on-one against tough defense and see if he can get off a shot and score the ball. And I feel like in that game, Frank had the juice. You know, Frank... <laughs> Frank was Tupac. Exa- exactly. <laughs> like, he, like he, he had a good game, so therefore he's a threat in that game. And I feel like... Then I feel like... I don't know if it was Hornacek that called it or if it was just the players, but I feel like... Especially on that last possession, like with three seconds left. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially with Courtney Lee in the corner right there, like around, like on the wing. I feel like they should have ran a quick pick and roll. Yeah. And see and put pressure on the defense. If Frank is driving to the basket and say, for example, have KP stay at the three point line. Mm. If the roller is thinking that KP is gonna roll to the basket, then you know then he can like pass the ball back out to KP. KP gets a wide open three. Right. If 
he's driving to the basket and the man stays with Kay. People say, like, the guy who's guarding Courtney Lee helps. He could pass it to Courtney Lee, even though Courtney Lee has, is having a bad game, but he's a reliable three-point shooter. Right. right. You give him a wide-open jumper, and then, like, if there's no help coming, then, you know, just drive to the basket, see if he can, you know, can go to the rim, see if he can finish, get a foul, and go to the line. Now, I, I, I agree with you there. You don't want to be too predictable every time. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're going to do the iso ball, um, maybe mix it up, have it one play, have the iso ball one play, you know, kind of just, you know, to a pick and roll. So it was yeah. too predictable. So I, I, I argue with you. But it was crazy because even, even with that miss, KP was so on that game, he barely missed. He thought yeah. that was going in. It was <laughs> it was crazy. But, um, yeah. but yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to talk about Beasley, too. Okay. Because this game was also interesting because um, this is, like, the first time I've seen, like, a lineup of KP and Beasley together. Mm. And that was interesting, and I felt like maybe we were the rebound. It, the rebounding suffered a little bit. Okay, but I mean that was. I mean Cantor was out. I think he looked. He didn't look too sharp that game. He looked a little <laughs> like a little. He was in a little pain. It looked like he was in a little pain. So I understand. But I mean, sit at, down. At the end of the day, though, uh, he's the walking bucket, and we needed buckets, and he came no, through. Yes, absolutely. Well, Cantor, yeah, I mean. Absolutely. So I mean, the the KP BZ experiment, it, it worked out okay versus the Lakers. It'd be interesting yeah. to see how that how that uh, goes going forward in certain games. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we need to pay attention to is how often do they run that lineup? Yeah, yeah. you know, and how successful are they with it? And overtime, when we got into the overtime, right. It worked out because uh, Beasley scores some like a few key Beasley buckets in overtime. Is, he yeah. can just flat out score. Yo, man. he was doing his old man river stuff. Yo, that game. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, that's what, because he's smart. Listen, yeah, that's yo. Lefty Mello right there. Yo, there was the last one of the last plays of the game. KP passed like they were swinging the ball around. KP passes to Beasley. Beasley's open for three. I'm like, Beasley shooting. You're open. You're open. He just like, nope. He just waits. <laughs> He just waits and his man like kind of recovers. He throws a little head fake, drives to the hole, yeah. and does his little scoop, his yeah. scoop layup. Yeah. And got smart. the bucket to help seal the game. I was like, that was a huge bucket. Yeah, yeah. It's a smart player. Smart player. Shout out to the walking bucket bees. Lefty yeah. mellow. Be easy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get to our next away home game, home away game, Hoy game. <laughs> At Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Paint jobs. Yeah. yeah, but they took this L though. Exactly. <laughs> hey, 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 Ryan. Are you reading any stats for the Brooklyn game? <laughs> uh, well, only Nick's stats because oh. Brooklyn are irrelevant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty irrelevant. Yeah. You're right about that, yeah. Exactly. And on and um, you know, the Knicks won that game 111 to 104. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, in that game, the lead man was Courtney Lee. What? We have no Courtney he Lee theme song. 27 points, four rebounds, and three assists. What? Oh. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Yes, and then obviously, as you know, KP didn't play that whole game. He had right. to go out in the third quarter. Right. But he had 13 points and four assists while he was on the court, two rebounds. Okay. Yo, I believe that was career high for assists. Wow. Okay. He was. That was the best I ever seen KP pass. To tell yeah. you the truth, it was. Wow. I was. I was. I was kind of tight that he couldn't really go to the second half because he might have mm. had like eight or whatever. But. Yeah. Cantor had 13 points and nine rebounds. Solid night. Yes, yeah. yes. And off the bench again, Lefty Mello. <laughs> 15 points and four rebounds. Get him. What? Lefty Mello. Yes, and also want to shout out Kyle O'Quinn. He scored nine points, but he had 10 rebounds that game. Beast mode. Beast, damn. Yes, and also I want to shout out Frank Nilakina too, because he had seven points, but he also had eight assists that game and five rebounds. Jen, roll, Frank. And also, Frank had the highest plus minus in that game too, plus 14 when he was on the court. Hail him. Surgical with the passes, man. Crazy. Jesus Christ. Yes, and now I'm going to get 2D team stats. Okay. The Knicks shot 50% from three that game, 10 of 20, while the Nets shot 42 threes and only scored 12. (laughs) (laughs) So the Nets only hit 28.6% of their threes, and I think the difference, and I think that was the difference of the game. The fact that the Knicks pretty much held their own at the defensive end on the three-point line and made it a bit hard for the Nets to hit their shots. And Good I think job. that was the difference in the game. Good yeah, job. Definitely, definitely. And um, I want... To, well, first, I'm going to talk about KP a little bit because KP... It's kind of sad because this is the game that KP went down. Mm. And he had the knee injury. Right. And it sucked because... You kind of felt like he was um, riding off that rhythm of the Lakers game, right? Because when he had when he got to Brooklyn, it was like he didn't miss a beat. Yeah, and then on top of that, he was adding the passing to the mm. game. So I was like, man, there was a time he was getting doubled, and he he passed the Courtney in the, in the corner for three, passing like over the double team. Wow! And mm-hmm. you starting to see like, oh man, this seven three thing could really help. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you, see, you see the whole floor. Yeah, you see the whole floor. Double team. Oh wait, there you are. <laughs> it's like big bro playing against little bros. Exactly, I'm like, man, <laughs> playing against twelve year olds in the park. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you don't know nothing about this, young boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I liked what I, I saw there. Um, Jared Back started off pretty good, but then he started tapering a little, and that's when Frank came in and kind of took over. Pick up the pieces, yeah, man. <laughs> Pick up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and Courtney Lee, I'm. I'm I'm really glad that Courtney Lee is aggressive now because I feel like because he was aggressive from the jump, he didn't have to get aggressive later. Right. And that's one of the things Hornacek was saying. He said, this is not a team that can, like, we can compensate later on down. He said, we got to get it from the jump. Yeah. And I think when we do that, that's usually when we're more successful in these games. Exactly. So it was like when KP went down, it was more like, all right. Who's next up? Business as usual. Exactly. I'm going to just keep doing what I do. Like and, on some, and, some San Antonio type stuff. Yeah, he was. his defense was amazing and crazy. And also, um, I got to talk about this lineup because the Knicks looked like they were trying to put away the Nets at the half and the Nets stormed back in the third quarter. And um, I when I was looking, I'm looking at Jared Jack. Jared Jack is getting beat again. <laughs> Come on, man. The guy's fifty-five years old, man. You gotta give him a break, man. I know. I'm like, he wasn't really scoring as much this game. He wasn't getting beat again. And I'm, I'm like, 
Jeff, it's time. Put in Frank. Put in Frank. Exactly. Call that man's Call number. It. Exactly. And he put in Frank and Ron Baker. And yo, listen, man. Listen. This Frank Baker, Lance Thomas. Yo, I like that lineup, lineup. bro. <sighs> I like that lineup with, with, with Baker and, and Frank in the back. Oh, my goodness. With, with Lance and... With Lance and freaking old Quinn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo. The switching... Who the, cares the what the person is? Just those four alone. They put so much pressure on the defense. Yes. Yes. It is insane. Because yes. uh, Ron Baker and Frank and Lance Thomas' defensive awareness is just so sharp. Yeah. They giving people... I, I, I don't know what the stats are. There has to be... I want to see like the, the defensive rating stat when those three share the floor at the same time, man. Mm. It has to be something crazy. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. Because they put the clamps on them, and that's when started con. This is that's when we start to really like yeah. the foot on the neck and yeah. made things difficult. So it was beautiful. Ron Baker, in particular, he had a couple of swipes. Ron he had like a block Baker. shot. The block shot was crazy. Hitting, oh man, <laughs> he was hitting threes. He, he he was doing it. He was doing it all, man. And Frank, he was just again carryover from that Laker game. He was a floor general. The passes he was pulling off, there was one pass where he was falling out of bounds and he threw it behind the back. And I was just like, how the hell did he pull that off? Right. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't shooting well, but he was just still contributing just by picking the team apart with his passes. <clears throat> and Beasley, Beasley pretty much took over the scoring threat uh, role from from when KP. He's 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 instant offense, man. So yep. everybody played that role and everybody did their thing that game. Right. Man. It was a great team win, man. <laughs> so, great game. Great game, guys. Yeah, I love that win. He's talking about all wins this week. Yes, sir. So, next up is the OKC game. Knicks versus OKC. And in this game, we had the homecoming, right? Take me home. <laughs> Take me homecoming home. Homecoming of... <laughs> to a place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Mello was back home. Let's let's give some applause to Mello because he, he he gave us a lot of good years. You know, there's no yes, he did. There's no uh, malice or hate mm-hmm. for the most part. No, yeah, he, he he let it be known because Mello and OKC had a thrilling triple overtime game. Versus the 76ers mm, and yeah. Troll of the Year Embiid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In which they won. And after the game, he expressed how much coming back to New York meant to him. So, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Melo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, that being said, Lefty Melo <laughs> <laughs> had an amazing, amazing game. You know, I think he tapped into that extra percentage of his brain power. Oh, man. <laughs> he definitely did. He definitely went super super Beasley that game, man. Super Beasley. Super I, Saiyan Beasley. He meditated that game. was real you know, zen. Might even been 12%. Oh, I think so. It could be. Now, for those of you who are confused about what the hell we're talking about. They're confused because they're only using 9%. They're only using 9%. <laughs> and because we're using 10%, we know that they're not using their 10, that they're only using 9 Exactly. Well, well, I'm using 11, but... Uh, well, then, if you're using 11, then, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, then I guess you can tell that we're not using 
11 that we're using 10. Yeah, he he that's how he, he knows that yes, we're using I, 10 yes. for yeah. sure. And we know they're using 9 because we're using 10. Exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. So for those of you who <laughs> <laughs> are not familiar with what we're talking about, Beasley has a very interesting theory about brain usage. I'm going to play the whole clip because this thing is hilarious. Well, um... You can research the human brain and nah, 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 right? Okay. It says and nah, that nah, nah. The, like, <laughs> we are only capable of using 10% of our brain, right? Yes. You believe that? No, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. And you about to say it's true. I'm, I'm saying that's what people oh. say, that that is, that so, is the consensus. So she, she don't scientifically. believe it. Scientifically. <laughs> so who was the guy that used 11 that... Made it okay to say <laughs> that isn't the right logic. No, 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 because if you're only using 10% of your brain, you don't even know that you're using 10% of your brain. Catch up, Taylor. Like, based on your brain, you don't have to be using 11% to know someone else's 10 He's saying, I'm 10%, you're 10%. Everyone's 10%. That is that, not that, mathematically that, no, correct. That is not Like, someone had that to. That you have to have been using 10, more than 10% of your brain yes. to know that everyone else uses 10? Yes, because if Absolutely. you're only using 10% of something, that means you don't know the rest of the 90. You yeah, don't know the that's rest of the not, 90. Yeah, you're oh. right. So, <laughs> I'm right. Perfect. No, no, no. You're right so, about the 90 and the 10. Okay, so if... I'm only using 10, right? I'm the first person in the world, right? Say I'm Adam. And I wrote that we can only use 10. Why does it have to be Adam? That means <laughs> I would have to surpass the number no, 10. No, okay, let me break this down for you. Yes, please. You can break it down. I'm a doctor. I yes. am looking at a brain. No, let a me finish. A doctor, listen, let listen, listen. Finish. I get what you're saying. A doctor yes. has to learn something. And everything a doctor learns is man-written. Facts. And everything <laughs> a doctor <laughs> learns is man-written. So Super you facts. can sit there and tell me can you it learned it. And yes, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But it was or a 90%. word that somebody else concocted. <laughs> no, that's to, not what I'm saying. No, no, Your argument was that the person that said 10% used more, and I'm no, saying no, that no, is not no, the truth. You're still hung up on my example. We're still stuck on the N word, and I'm trying to I'm trying to bring it. <laughs> the N word? Did he say? Did he uh, say? That? He said the N word. I missed that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? Edson, uh, he's saying. <laughs> I guess I'm using nine percent of my brain because I don't understand. What is he talking about? He's saying, Edson, that the people who right. are using 11% of their brain power right. are ahead of the curve of you losers, meaning the rest of y'all, mm -hmm. Edson, right. Kathy, non-Scorpios, and everybody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is Beasley a Scorpio? I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. No. You better not claim that. No. <laughs> Why not? No. Why would I not claim Beasley? Why? Wow. He's not a Do you see though. what he did to Bello? Yeah, Do man. you see? I did, but I also heard what he did in his interview, too. <laughs> so I don't know. Shout out to Taylor Brooks. That was Taylor Brooks, uh, Taylor Brooks interview. Taylor Brooks is, is, is fine, by the way. That's why yes, he was trying to use his extra 1% to, to win her Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she definitely do look good. Yeah, man. I was stuttered, too, if I was talking to Taylor. Hey baby, but I'm definitely I'm probably I'm pretty much married though. Hey baby, how you doing? <laughs> I'm not. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> about to slide in the DM. Ryan about to get on his unicorn right now. <laughs> yeah, but Beasley definitely used 
all 11% plus and the, the and extra the, 89 exactly. left over. And I think he borrowed an extra percent from somewhere else, too. Probably from Melo. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Melo's playing with 8% of his brain capacity that it gets the next. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I am not gonna let you do this to my guy. <laughs> not! <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! All right, stats and the facts. Let's hear them. You and Yeah. So um, you know, I do wanna, you know, show my appreciation to Melo for giving us five and a half years of great times and service. Absolutely. Yeah. Clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> but clean that up. Unfortunately, he gave us a bad night against the Knicks. Well, fortunately, actually. We, yeah. Gonna, but actually, gonna, yeah. That is fortunately. I'm gonna say fortunately. And he was held scoreless in the second half. Now, since I got that out the way... Wait a minute. You know? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Listen, what's happening is... I mean, as as much of a fan, he's still a fan. I'm still a fan in my heart. Yes. He still ain't on... He still ain't a Nick right now. I know. Exactly. Like, I'm just saying, it was, mad, like, it was mad aggression. That's all I'm he, saying. He's on OKC now, was, right now. It's a mad so, aggression. So, so all I'm he's saying... He's an OKC small forward right now. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so, all, I'm, so all I'm saying is that Melo can take these shots fired at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there was more shots. He even hit more shots in that silent but they did in the game. He's, oh, oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. All right. To the stats now. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. It was just a joke. I can't help it. All right. To the stats now. Oh, um, man. Michael Beasley, a.k.a. Mel on the left side of the floor. 30 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. Whoa. Hold on. We got to. Yo, it was crazy, man. It was like... It was it was like Melo was playing himself. I know he's all amped yeah. to see KP versus Melo like we did the first game. Yeah. But we got something better. We got Melo versus Melo. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I it, mean And it was like I was like I, I said this before, it was, it was like Venom versus Spider Man. Yo, man. he was he put on a show. I yeah. I mean, I know Melo was disappointed in his performance. You know, a, a Knicks fan. Gave him a little, a little jabs, and he went to go. He got to dunk that metal, get that soft out of here. Yeah, these fans are mad disrespectful. And just Mello, like Melo did not. Just take, like you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Melo did not take kindly to it. I tell you that much. Definitely word. And um, Courtney Lee, twenty points and five rebounds. Balling. We had Jack. Jack come through a twelve points, seven assists, and eight rebounds. He was man. He was point guarding all that game, man. Yes. Keener, I mean Enos Cantor, he came through with ten points, five rebounds. Nice. Off the bench, Mick Buckets, thirteen points. Yeah, we had El Presidente Ron Baker, eleven points off the bench. What? Ron Baker side. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also shout out to Kyle Quinn because he had nine points and seven rebounds, but he also had the highest plus minus in that game with plus sixteen when he was on the court. Let's, hey. do, it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do go, it. Let's go, Kyle. It's your moving screen. 
Kathy better marry that man. <laughs> and now we're going to get to the team stats. Okay. Held the Thunder to 42.4% shooting from the field, which is no surprise because they're one of the worst shooting teams in the NBA anyway. Oh. The Knicks shot 55.1% from the field in that game. Wow. Mm. Our offense rating is up since last year. Yeah, yeah. the Knicks know. also shot 14 of 23 from three-point range, 60.9%. Yeah, man. Good luck for that. And also, the Knicks were pretty um, consistent with scoring off of the Thunder's turnovers because they got 28 points off of turnovers in that game. Nice. Damn, I'm part of the sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was nice. Oh, I guess it's... Oh. So, yeah, like I said, this game was, was crazy. We really wanted to see KP versus Melo, but he was a, a scratched... Um, I guess that that knee tweak in Brooklyn has some lingering effects, and we'll see if we'll be back for the next game. But yeah. um, we got to see Mellow versus Mellow, which I call mm. Spider Man versus Venom. Yes. Now Spider Man had amazing spider powers, man. He had spider senses. He was good. But Venom, if you're a comic book fan, has all of Spider Man's powers. But even more, he was just stronger. Cause he had, you know what it was. So, backstory. He had the rage, right? So, back quick backstory. Peter Parker, we know Spider Man, and Eddie Brock was the bully that hated Spider Man. I was real Parker. nerdy right now. And so, <laughs> I know. Listen, it's okay. I fully embrace it. Amen. And so, basically, there's this alien symbiote that was a black oh, piece of tar. Symbiote. And it attached, right it attached itself to <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man realized how evil it was and how it fo- it, it kind of fed his rage. So he got rid of it. Oh, I see Check out the saying. story and then you'll get how he got rid of it. So, so he got rid of it and then the symbiote attached itself to the bully. Now, because the symbiote was a part of Spider-Man, it knew everything that Spider-Man can do. Mm. So he knew how to find Spider-Man. He knew uh, how to mm. get around the Spidey senses and was stronger because of the rage. So... Which that's is. why I think that's such a dope analogy because, like, BC knows everything that Melo can do. He's seen all these things. Study them. And he really feels like he can, he's like upper echelon KD, LeBron. We still get to see that. But. And he embraced the rage. And he embraced the rage and dropped 30 on yes. Melo. Let's give it up for <laughs> BC for dropping 30 on Melo. Melo was like, a f- it appeared in this moment, a shell of himself. Yeah. Now, if you saw Beasley's face this game, Beasley usually has like a nonchalant look to him. Nah, he was like, ah, nothing he was a killer. Yo, he looked like he's just murdered somebody right before the pregame announcement. Bro. <laughs> like right before. He was... He, he knew what he came to do that He night. just buried a body. I'm pretty sure there's a body somewhere in New York with Beasley's name. He knew what he, <laughs> he, listen, he knew what he came to do in New York, mm-hmm. yes, because he knew Melo was coming, and he got he was up for that game. Yeah, bro. man, he really was up. You remember early in the game, he he called himself Lefty Melo. He said he put himself in the upper echelon with the top scores. He said, "I am your favorite player's favorite player." Yeah, that's crazy. Everybody. Laughed. So he is the black thought of basketball. Everybody laughed at him. He was the black thought of basketball. Pretty much. Pretty much, because... You well, laughed at him, Edson. I did laugh at him. I'm still laughing because I don't need to see it consistently. He had a good game. I'm still laughing at him. He said, yeah. KD and LeBron, bro. I'm still laughing at him. 
And Melo. Okay, fine. Well, he's pro- well. Uh, yeah, Melo's probably more of a comparison at this point in time. I I, I agree. Oh, man, I felt like that was an old key shot, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he stepped up, and when the game first started, it was like a duel. Right when it started. Yeah, when it started. <laughs> yeah. Melo hit a shot. Oh. Beasley hit a shot. Oh. Melo hit a three. Oh. Beasley hit a three. Oh. It was like a back and forth happening. But then all of a sudden, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, then it just became a fourth. Yeah, it just became a fourth. Yeah, that's a good way. Just a fourth. Because <laughs> <laughs> Melo ran, ran out of gas and Beasley just kept going. I really would have liked to see more of a duel. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It would have been more entertaining. And I, again, I secretly want Melo to win. I want him to win. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All the clown stuff aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I want Melo to be successful. I want him to win. I wish he could have done it here. But yeah. I actually wanted Melo. And my, my dream game for this OKC game was to have KP there, Melo score like 30, mm-hmm. and the Knicks to win. Absolutely. Yeah, that was like yeah, my dream scenario. Yes. Yeah. That is the ideal dream scenario. I agree. Yeah. That didn't quite happen. Uh, <laughs> it's like and you look at Melo and you see his face. It's like he has like this dejected look. Yeah, he looked frustrated. I'm not going to lie. He man. looked frustrated. Mm-hmm. He looked like he saw his old lady, man, and was like, damn, son. Yeah, and it got to him. He, yeah. wanted to, he wanted to get back with his old lady. How is he, how is he and Lala doing anyway, by the way? I don't I mean, I don't know if I don't know if they're back or I don't know if they're working on. I don't know what because it's like a metaphor. Is. Like if they're not still on good terms, because you know that that's there's a so there's a picture that we saw on Instagram, and it was like Melo had like a clear line, looking at Lala's face, and her face was clearly like, yeah, for not, bro. Word. <laughs> and I feel like you know, he's here in his old team, feeling a little nostalgia, and like damn, I wish I could be a part of this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean if you go to his post um post game um comments and if you watch, you know, and you look at his face and as he was, you know, saying what he needed to say, it kind of seemed like he was getting kind of teary-eyed cuz he was like you you know these guys having fun right now and I'm happy for them. It, it was kind of like a cry like I want to hey, have fun too. Exactly. Like, you know, take me back, please. You know, Phil is gone. Yeah. It's a better vibe around the Knicks. Please take me back. I definitely <laughs> feel like he would he would come back to New York or, or see if he would be coming back to New you York. You know what's funny? Shout out to Justin Sweeney. We had a gig on the, the day that uh, the OKC played. Oh, yesterday, Sunday, Saturday. And um, he and I were talking about it. And we were talking about the same thing. Like, yo, man, look at Melo's face, man. He said, yo, Melo needs to come back. They need to just, they said they did. And I was like, yeah, they did. I mean, they did it for Timmy. I'm like, listen, it's like Mello, they, he's like, they need to bring Melo back. I'm like, I don't know exactly how that would work logistically, but yeah. in like a fantasy world, like that would just be so dope, man. Like to have Melo end his career here, have fun playing on a team. And come off the bench. And come off the, and and come Dwayne, off the bench. Dwayne Wade. Look at how well Cleveland did when they made that move. They made some, some very subtle but smart moves, and C- Cleveland is rolling right now. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, Amen. we'll we'll see if that ever ever happens. It's a possibility, but um, yeah. Back to the game breakdown though. Yeah. <laughs> Got off on the tangent a little bit, but that's what we do here. Um, so Jeff wisely starts the game with uh, with a uh, Courtney Lee on Westbrook. Cause I was wondering, 
We all see what guards do to Jared yeah, Jackson. That would have been bad. That would have been a disaster. So I'm just like... Real bad Michael You know Jackson. what? Great move, just putting him on Roberson. Yeah. Someone who only scores like four points a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great move. Kudos, kudos. So, I mean... Westbrook, he had a decent game, but it, it could have been, it could have <laughs> been way worse <laughs> if, if you know, Jared Jack was on him. So that, yeah. Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee was doing his thing. He shot, he shot a few threes. Um, he played great defense. So shot Courtney Lee. He had this crazy sequence, um, where he shot like a three pointer from like way almost damn near half court that went in, and I was like, yeah, Courtney, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be a good game then. So, shout out to Courtney Lee and Beasley, who had a big imprint on this game. But I also want to shout out the GOAT. Not Beasley. Michael Jordan? No, not not <laughs> not Jordan. Well, Mitch, maybe, yeah. He kind of has, he resembles Jordan. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, who's this? <laughs> Slow down. Ronald Baker. Oh, El Presidente. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald bit man, yo. I'm telling you, the game was kind of crazy, right? It was it was it was kind of it was. <laughs> Beasley was doing all the scoring, right? Yeah. And you know, Beasley's our, our guy off the bench who you know gets it done when he's when he's scoring. But there was a there was a time in the game where there was like no Beasley, none of the starters were, and you're like wondering where the points are gonna come from. Yeah. And Ron Baker was doing his thing. Ron Baker. <laughs> Like Frank, um, he wasn't having a good game. He, I don't even think he scored that game to be honest. Yeah, with you. he had no points. Yeah, no points. He, uh, he had three quick fouls. Donuts. Kind of took him out of rhythm. But Ron Baker was, um, not only hitting shots, not only playing great defense, but he was also initiating the offense. Let's let's give it up. He was also initiating the offense. Um. Running some pick and roll with Kyle's and yeah. he set him up with nice little pocket passes. Like was, I was like, yo, Frank, Frank, is that you? Like he was hitting him with the pocket passes on point a few times, and I'm just like, bro, like what what is happening right now? Yeah. Am I really starting to like Ron Baker's game? <laughs> right, right. I don't know, man. So But again, I think that's why the Knicks, you know, get the credit for the development this season, you know. Sending players like Ron down to the G League and then bringing him back up. And I mean, I think it's paid off. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a defensive battle between the second units from the, um, the Knicks and OKC. Felton was was having his way a little bit too. Yeah, Felton is, you know, he likes playing in the garden. Two guns. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we actually had a nine turnovers in that first in that first half. Wow. Yeah. But we, we still ended up winning. We still ended up coming on top. A lot of it because Ron Baker was holding on that second unit and getting yeah. us into the offense, even yeah. if he wasn't scoring himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shouts to Ron Baker, man. You did your thought this one, man. Yeah. And then you know what, too? That second half, when they realized that uh, the, the metal thing wasn't working, they started going to uh, George a little bit more. And yes. it was like, mm-hmm. it started to click a little bit, and we had to, like, fight back. Exactly. Poor George was starting to light it up a little bit. Yeah. And you know what? Beasley kept it moving. Um, Jared Jack actually um, played most of the game. I know the last two games, Franklin Lakina kind of finished the games, but this yeah. time, I liked how Jeff Hornacek was kind of feeling the game out. He's like, you know what? You playing well. Yeah, he goes with the hot hand, and he's not afraid to do that, and I, I like that. Yes. About yeah. the way he's been coaching this season. Yeah, I really like that, and he's even done that with KP. He's told KP a couple, you know what, sit down, let the second reserves finish this off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I like what he did there. And you know what, McDermott and Cantor. Um, Cantor, he 
I thought he could do better without Adams in the game because Steve Adams, because um, Adams was um was out mm-hmm. with a concussion, mm-hmm. but he, he he did all right. But McDermott really showed up that game in that fourth quarter. He hit a lot of clutch three pointers. Yeah. Um, Ron Baker again set him up lovely when he <laughs> once he drove to the lane, threw a, threw him a pass at the top of the key for yeah. a, a quick three. Nice. That Knicks had a really good win, man. A really good team win, and Kyle Quinn did his thing, thing too, man. Four straight. Wins. All I gotta say. Knicks tape. Knicks tape, man. Great win. Knicks way now. It's not Knicks tape anymore. Oh, <laughs> Knicks win. Okay. And Knicks way. Oh, Knicks way. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I like the sound of it, but whatever. Nah, I'd rather. Knicks tape that. starts oh, yeah. a better rim. That's what I'm saying. Knicks way. Uh, what, the, yeah. what is this? <laughs> Knicks way. It sounds like. Sounds like some mumble rapper came. It up. sounds what like. It sounds like when you're trying to gentrify an area. Exactly. <laughs> so hobo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're trying to, what is this? Exactly. You just yeah. change the name to make it sound safer. I'm. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking to the hood. I'm sticking to Knicks tape. Well. Gentlemen, and it's about that time. Do you know what time it is? That's what, uh, one yeah, one thirty. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time for the ooh picks. Oh, okay, yeah. man, it was so many. I feel like this week, man. Yeah, there was a lot. Um, damn, which one do I want? I don't even know. Pick a card, any card. All right. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the block was good. Okay. I'm going to go with Ron Baker. We're going to stick with Ron Baker. Shot maker? El President. But this time, he wasn't making shots, though. Oh. This time, he was showing his strength on the other side of the ball. Okay. So, Harris is on the left side three-point line. Does a um a little head fake, jab step to the right. Ron Baker goes for it, gets beat off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of kind of recovers, but not really. So, but I think he's trying to make up for it. So Harris then passes the ball to Allen, who then proceeds to go up for what would be considered, I guess, an easy layup. But then he gets blocked, mm. not by Enos Cantor. Nope. Not by KP. Was KP in the game? I don't even think he was in the game. Oh, right, right, right. Mm. El Presidente gets a block, a blocked shot. Wow. After man. recovering off of the, he was completely out the play, passes the ball, and gets a blocked shot. Rejected. Not just a <laughs> shot maker. <laughs> shot taker. Yep. Oh. That's my OP. Oh, That's good defense, man. I see you, Bron. I see you stepping up your game. Yes, sir. All right, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Right, I guess I'll go next. Um, this is in the Knicks-Lakers game. All right, all right. It was off the fast break. Okay. You know, floor general Frank, the French prince, mm. was bringing the ball up the court. Mm. He saw Beasley up ahead. Okay. So he threw a one-handed pass to Beasley. Mm. Then Beasley touch passes it to McDermott, and McDermott finishes with the layup. Oh, off yeah, the fast nice. break, yeah. yeah. Oh! That was actually a very... I'm like, that was a very... The touch pass was impressive. The one-handed pass was dope. But Beasley with the, the touch pass, oh, so smooth. Yes, it was. So smooth. That was in the Lakers game, right? Yeah, Lakers game. Mm. Lefty mellow. Lefty mellow. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. All right, what? what you got ah, so many, so many. I know. Pick a card, any card. All right, <laughs> I'm going to just go with this one. This is, uh, the Brooklyn... It was a Brooklyn game where the Knicks just got to stop... 
and we're on a fast break, and Lakina has the ball, and he's pushing the ball, and he sees Courtney Lee running up the right side, and he throws this three-quarter court pass <laughs> um, to Courtney Lee. Not even to Courtney Lee, but to, to somewhere. Space, to the space where to, Courtney was going to, to go. To somewhere. And when you first see this pass, guys... If you ever seen the pass, when you first throws, you're like, "What, Frank? No, what are you doing? Like, it's the <laughs> softest, longest Bruh. pass ever, and it's like the basketball IQ that it took to put that pass man. where he put it. He, it touches the floor lightly, eh. <laughs> right in the, right the Courtney's hands, like he was in stride. He just Courtney picks it up, aims, shoots the three, and Frank sits in the assist. Courtney hits the three, and I'm like, damn. I, I, I'm sorry I doubted you, Frank. I thought that pass was off target, but it was right on target. Oh, that was definitely a good one. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Let's get these bruh picks out the way. I'm gonna start this one off. <laughs> oh man. And the first bruh pick goes to I don't know his name, but he's a Lakers announcer. Was it a yeah? And he was like, oh. I wonder if Clyde Frazier is in the building at a Knicks game. Mm. Uh, what are you doing? Whose man's is that? Yo, who made you like this? <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course Clyde's there. Of course. He's always there. Your basketball acumen is questionable. Like, How do you not know that Clyde Frazier is not at a Knicks game? In the Mecca. How? Uh, oh, man. Anyway, yeah, I got well, I got two broke picks. Bro. Okay, yeah, like, I got a one. I have to have to okay. <laughs> have to get off. Now, listen, I don't know what the hell is up with basketball players these days, and like their disrespect of just New York in general. LeBron came in here after the game talking about he was the king of Cleveland, the king of New York, posting the pictures of him standing on it on the Knicks floor. Let me have to play that Michael Rappaport cup oh again. And then Lonzo, Lonzo comes in and follows that up with the craziest disrespect. He walks into the arena with this white T-shirt with his face replacing Nas's face on some fake Nas Illmatic cover. Look like he got it from Kinko's or something. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, it was bad. The, the face, first of all, the face, his regular face looks... Listen, uh, it his was regular face is already in. It's probably a gift his brother brought back from China. Nah, man, that was bad, ah. disrespectful, man. No, see, no, yo, he, he put his face... On Nas's first off, Illmatic he's cover. like nobody listens. Who to was Nas nothing anymore. ill about that? First off, he says nobody listens to Nas anymore. Yeah, he says nobody. This is the future. That's he, that's the future. future to me, I was like, yo, what is going on? Why is this? That was real. That was real beige of him, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand it. I didn't. Oh, man. I'm sorry, I'm going a little in, but I was like, that was yo, that was wild disrespectful. He definitely gets a big bruh for that, man. Exactly. I thought Levar, I thought, I thought Levar was the troll. Like, what the, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Learn, I, learn from his daddy. That never was lost. crazy. Exactly. That was crazy. That's my first bruh pick. I had to get that off. My second bruh pick is um goes to a ref in the OKC game. Okay. Now, I know what uh, Baker has taken some strides in this game, right? And I truly believe that the ref was so dumbfounded by this move that he didn't even believe he pulled it off. 
<laughs> and so there was this play right where, the, where Baker gets the ball on the right side of the court, and he sees uh, he sees Westbrook closing in, and Baker like fakes right, and then crosses Westbrook, and I'm just like, oh! and then you hear Brr, travel, and I'm like, what? wait, what? <laughs> uh... <laughs> and then you see Baker protest, and I was like, I said, I said, maybe maybe I saw something that I missed. And then I looked at the plate. I'm like, I'm looking at his foot. It was like, no, his foot's still on the ground. No, he... Was it a cat? I was like, it wasn't a trap. He didn't travel. Bruh. Bruh. I felt like he was just like, man, Baker can't cross Westbrook. That's a trap. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'll give it a brumpick wow. to that ref. For the disbelief, because he, man, Westbrook should have been on Sports Center with Rod right. Baker crossing Russell Westbrook, but instead he got a travel call. He oh killed the vibe, bro. God. Definitely killed the vibe. Ron Baker got this, was practicing his handles in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro, man, what you got? All right, well, I'm going to get through these pretty quickly. First of all, my first bro pick goes to Brooke Lopez. It's going to be a double, but this is probably a triple bro pick. Uh, a bro, bro? Yeah, like a bra, bra, bra. Okay. <laughs> Against the Cavs, he was at the line in the second quarter. Takes his first free throw. Was a bit short. Yeah. Air ball. A bit. Wow. So then, you know, usually, you know, you get a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. He takes a second free throw, and it was short again. Oh. Double air ball. Bruh, bruh. That's a double bruh. <laughs> and then later in the same game, Lonzo tees him up, throws, a, throws it up for alley-oop, and Brooke Lopez gets blocked by the rim. Oh, Bruh. oh good. <sighs> and then we have another bro pick that goes to Kyle Quinn in, in the Grizzlies game. He tries to save the ball, and, it's, and I don't know the if The Grizzlies he, game? Yeah, in the Grizzlies game. I, he tried to save the ball. I don't know if he meant to do this or if he was or if he thought the ref was a Grizzlies player by accident. Wasn't the Grizzlies game last week? But um he tried to save the ball and he smacked the ball off the referee. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he I don't know if he meant to do it or you know he thought it was a Grizzlies player. I don't know. Wow. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Bruh. <laughs> and now this Versus is going to black and white now, I guess. Uh. And this is going to get several broad picks. The Lithuanian coach, who is coaching the Ball Brothers overseas. <laughs> okay. So this man. International bro. Yeah, this is a, a lot of international bros. <laughs> First of all, according to um Fran Fischella, which is, you know, the international player. Yeah, international player, you know, scout. Yeah. He says that this Lithuanian coach sells meat to the players out of the back of his old car. What? <laughs> that is <laughs> not. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of meat is he selling out of his I car? I have no idea. Pause. Right. <laughs> what are you selling? Damn. Number two, he doesn't speak English and won't play players if they can if he cannot communicate with them. Bruh. That means the Ball Brothers ain't getting in the game. That's what it seems like. Wow. Wow. Number three. He got thrown out of a game due to, you know, the refs threw him out because he was arguing calls. Right. And a lo- and when he got thrown out the game, he took his team with him and had his team forfeit the game, and his team was tied 65-65 with a chance to win. Wow. wow. What the hell? Yeah. 
So I mean, I don't know, but um, Lavar Ball says he never lost. He might, he might have lost now with this um, with sending his kids to Lithuania to he play ball. He probably knew he's trying to coach. Right, right, right. He's like, that guy's gonna be out of here soon. I'm gonna apply. Exactly. (laughs) Let me get my boys over there every time. Yeah, and um, I want to shout out one more bro pick Mm -hmm. to whoever was guarding Luka Doncic, which is you know the guy that people project to be the number one pick in the upcoming draft. What? He's over there collecting ankles. Uh oh. So this dude was guarding him. He did a behind-the-back crossover, which already had that dude leaning. Oh, Uh-oh. man. And he fell back, but he kind of recovered. But kind of. Lu- but Luca ain't stopped there, though. Oh, no. Because as he was recovering... Finish him. He, <laughs> took, <laughs> he, took, he took one dribble left, hesitated, oh. brought it back, then crossed him over, then crossed up, up to the right, oh. and dropped him. Oh, man. Damn. So He's basically, gonna... he dropped him twice in one man, setting. Man, damn. Bro. Yo, these big men are going to be a problem in the next 10 years, man. man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, big men with handles now. Exactly. Chico. It's gonna be there's gonna be a six ten point guard. So. Yo, it's Word. already like a freaking like the seventy sixers. Just wait. Matter of fact, you're right. There's gonna be a seven three point guard. Jeez. <laughs> it's gonna be KP, and he's gonna be running the point. You gonna have Isaiah Thomas trying to guard this guy. Yeah. Man. Yes. KP might as well learn to run, learn point now. Might exactly. Well. And one quick bro pick to um Shay Shay. If y'all saw the video on IG when um she got dropped by her coworker at a holiday party when they were playing basketball in the office. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, man hit man hit her with the ill carry crossover and she and she could have taken it. In office basketball. Yes. <laughs> in the hallway. Oh man. Oh my goodness. And that's man. all the bro picks I got for this week. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Predictions, predictions, predictions. Okay. We have the Hornets coming up next, the Celtics, and the Pistons. I am going to say W, L, and W. Hold on. Right, so that's, yeah, Hornets, Celtics, Pistons. W, L, W. All right, uh, Ryan, what you got? I'm going to say Hornets game, W. Okay. Celtics game, W. All right. Ooh. All right, now. Pistons game, L. Okay. Mm. So you're going to keep the win streak going, okay? Yeah. So you're saying the Knicks is going to have a six-game win streak? Yes. Okay. Jay, what you got? I'm going to say W. Okay. Celtics at home? Yeah. Hmm. W. Okay. Pistons away. Pistons away. Back to back? L. Okay. All right. Because that Pistons is a Friday game, right? And the Celtics is a Thursday game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Back to back and away. Away. It's a, that's a double. That's a double nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, we have come to the end of another dope show. You can find me at E D S O N S E A N 
Also follow my band, The Experience, T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-I-3-N-C-E. Shout out to Soul Science Lab and Meridian Lights and Katie for hooking us up with the event at National Sawdust. Yesterday, Saturday, we had a dope time. Is the reason why I missed the game, but still, it was an amazing show. Um, Jay, where can they find you? They can find me at J Ellis Draws Things on Instagram. That's J E L L I S D R A W S T H I N G S. J Ellis Draws Things. Oh, yeah, no dollar sign on the S. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ryan? I mean, you can catch me on IG at Sergi is Chillin'. Sergi is Chillin'. That is S I R. G is C H I L L I N, and I'm gonna be on back on the writing tip because I'm out of school for hey. the semester. Yo, so. let's clap it up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so y'all gonna get a whole month of me writing, so yeah. Word, word. And that's it. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, we got always, else. always, always go to oh, the yes. blogs, thenickatimeshow.com. And you can yes. follow. All Instagrams, all social medias, you can go through from the nick of time show.com. That is it. Don't forget the the. Exactly. Yes, yes, Shout yes. out to Dash Radio as always. Yes. And now that's it. <laughs> See y'all next time. Peace. Peace.